the Zone Sports Network is taking you to the movies. This is the Movie Zone with Austin Horton and Adrian Lizer on 97.5, 1280 The Zone and the Zone Sports Network. you're moving buddy get a fresh pair of batteries and watch out for plastic corrosion it's time for the movie zone that's what you went with that's how it's toy story week what else would i go with well you've got a friend in me what come on in movie zone you there's a spur in my boot or whatever there's somebody poisoned the water hole oh. by the way you're my favorite deputy i'm gonna save this for the Toy Story 4 review part of the show here. Yeah. Uh, in fact, again, I'll throw this out here at the start of the show. Poll question this week at Austin Horton, at AP Lizer on Twitter. Uh, your favorite blank from Toy Story is what? What is your favorite blank in Toy Story? Which can be moment, line, song, character movie itself, character. Which movie? Yeah. yeah. So we Song. Could, Ooh, that's a good we one. We kind of left it wide open because... Um, we don't want to confine your imagination. And we're going to get into it, obviously, but Toy Story, uh, just a very, you know, something that you and I, people of our age, have been watching for most of our lives is this franchise. So, anyway. Yep, for sure. Yeah, I mean, the first one came out 23 years ago. And the, the, my Almost my first thought was amazing how different the animation looks from the first one how far animation has come yeah. in the Pixar world from the first one which Toy Story was the first Pixar movie and um, it looked great but you go back and watch that and they're kind of it's a little clunky and things like that but especially the humans right oh the humans were the I mean scary Sid was terrifying looking and then Andy was more scary looking than Sid yeah maybe but just Andy was horrific how far it's come and uh, anyway I'm excited to talk about it all right, so we'll talk about Toy Story 4. Also, another, I'm sure, of your favorites in the horror genre gets a remake. Yep, and all this, this movie reminds me of Ready Player One for some reason. Just when, well, the, I, the told, one F-bomb that got into Ready Player yeah. One was actually really funny. I'm so. told there's a little callback to Ready Player One in this. Really? Too, so. oh, okay, cool. And then uh, we'll talk about a movie I know nothing about to wrap up the movies. Yes. So that coming up in just a moment. But before we get too far away from it, who did what at the box office last week, Adrian? No Lizard? one did anything. Men in Black brought in $30 million and, uh, you know, a little bit of womp, womp, womp. That's it? Yep. Yeah. How did Aladdin uh, do last weekend? Um, Aladdin brought another 17, so it's been out for a few weeks. But Aladdin has moved into the top five for year to date number five how to train your dragon uh number four the wandering earth number three aladdin up to 735 million and captain marvel and avengers endgame of course so wow those are your top five uh oh i'm looking at last year that's why i was like i don't have any of those in my top five i have star wars the last jedi is number one still killing it uh, I think Aladdin uh, is done quite well Very for well itself. Stuff. Yes, Was it three I, weeks it's been in the theaters? A lot now? of people, you know, there's this, the conversation of whether or not Disney should even make the remakes. I've been seeing a lot lately because people don't like them as much as the originals. People need something to complain about. I think, uh, well, that's just in general. That's what the internet's made for. Twitter is to not say something you like. It's what you don't like. It's what you don't like. That's why movie critics exist, right. in fact. And, uh, oh, so you're not a critic. No, we're not. No, we're not, lady. We're just Thanks. schlubs that like movies. Um, but, you know, that's why we said when Aladdin came out, don't compare it to the original because you'll be disappointed because you are going to hold these movies from your childhood in such high regard that even if it's a worse movie than the new ones, you're going to say it. Yep. You're going to disagree. So, uh, Aladdin, pretty good. We liked it. 
And of course, Avengers Endgame, amazing. That's why it's in that. How many times did you see Avengers Endgame? Twice. Yeah. It's a long movie. It is, but I, I liked it just as much the second time. Had the same emotional feeling when everybody came back at the end. Uh, it was pretty cool. Spoiler. Spoiler. Alert, yeah. uh, did you see that you can now Airbnb the Stark family cabin from Avengers Endgame in Georgia? I bet that's... Um, How much a night do you think it goes it's for? It's probably a lot and probably... It's when right you, on a lake. When you go on the website, it's probably like, this is booked for until years. 2032. 800 a night. 800. Not as bad as I thought it would no, be. Th- Airbnb is known for cheap yeah. per night stuff. Uh, that, though, being Tony Stark's family cabin. That'd be pretty cool. I think, you know, a big part of tourism is being able to visit these places around the world that your favorite. I mean, I've always wanted to do the go to New Zealand and do the Lord of the Rings tour. Go to all those places oh, yeah. that they filmed because that's kind of like the last big time trilogy or you could say a big time movie franchise that actually filmed things on location and built mini cities on location and they're all still there and you can go visit hobbiton if you want like you can go to yeah. all these places because now my, everything's green screen so. my sister who's not i don't think she's even seen one of those movies that she made sure she went and saw hobbiton yeah. when she lived there yeah, yeah for sure so anyway it would be pretty cool to rent that cabin i think and that's not even a big part of the movie. It's no, just, it's just the happy end. Yes, exactly. <laughs> All right, there you go. That's what the box office report is from last week. Shall we dial out? Shall we? I mean, we shall. The phone number, 855. I'm just kidding. We don't tell you the phone number because it's secret. But time for the Movie Zone phone, starting with Toy Story Quattro. Megaplex theaters. For popular movies and showtimes, please press 1. For Aladdin, please press 1. For MIB, International, please press 2. For Toy Story 4, please press 3. You selected Toy Story 4, starring Tom Hanks, Tim Allen, and Tony Hale. For plot description, please say, Tell Me More. Tell Me More. Woody, Buzz Lightyear, and the rest of the gang embark on a road trip with Bonnie and a new toy named Forky. The adventurous journey begins into an unexpected reunion as Woody's slight detour leads him to his long-lost friend Bo Peep. As Woody and Bo Peep discuss the old days, they soon start to realize that they're worlds apart when it comes to what they want from life as a toy. Toy Story 4 is rated G and earned 9 out of 10 stars from imdb.com and a 100% fresh rating from Rotten Tomatoes. For tickets and showtimes, please visit megaplextheaters.com. We both saw this movie. Lots to unpack here. Oh, I so I usually have notes, like just a little outline of things I want to hit and touch on and talk about. I decided to not have anything prepared for this one because I just kind of want my heart and emotions to go on it, uh, to just run with it. I was skeptical a little tiny, tiny, tiny bit about Toy Story 4 because I thought it wrapped up really nicely with Toy Story 3. Nine years ago, by the way, that Toy Story 3 wrapped. That's crazy. Nine. <laughs> almost a decade. Well, Toy Story 1, movies. I believe, 1997. So Six or seven, yeah. So yeah. we're talking nearly 30 years ago. A quarter of a century. Yeah. Uh, so if I'm 32 and you're... What are you, 26? I'm 29. 29? Uh, so you were four years old, three years old, when Toy Story first came out. Mm-hmm. That's incredible. And here we are. 1996, yeah. Talking about the fourth installment mm-hmm. of this film. And so I was a little worried that they were just like, why did we need a fourth one? You know how I felt when the first teaser trailer came out. I was like, 
what acid trip are we going <laughs> to be going on with this thing? I will just say right out of the gates here, I loved this movie. Loved it. So did I. It is the third best in the franchise, in my opinion. I go in this order, two, one, four, three. It did. It was better than three. Uh, and I loved it. I loved every second of it. Now, the only disappointment I had was I didn't get as emotional as I thought I was going to get. And that's a weird thing to maybe say. Well, maybe you're a little older, too, so. Yeah, but I got pretty emotional at the end of three. Right, but you were in 20. mid-twenties. Yeah. Hey, Early we get 20s. older. Yeah. But I thought, I thought I'd be, like, really, really sad or really, really happy. And I was just kind of like, okay, I, uh, it's over. The thing with the Toy Story movies with me on that emotion thing, they've never really had that effect on me, per se. Like plenty of animated movies or in general movies, when something happens, you don't really have that. The end of three kind of did because it was like, whoa, this is heavy. But uh, they haven't really had that on me. But I felt a lot of like the kind of the joy that I thought throughout the franchise. I think that was more of the emotion I felt mm. thinking, oh, I'm watching. Like the second, um, they do the first scene and then they go into like this flashback thing and they do a new version of you've got a friend in me but randy newman still sings it but you can tell he's 25 years older and, and he uh, was 93 then so. and that's what i was like oh my gosh this is what i remember about these movies this, you've got a friend in me has started playing so uh i but it did to your point i was a little skeptical but i thought i lived up to i thought it was a great movie you touched on the start of this movie i thought this was the best start of the of uh, the franchise the best way to start a movie it, it was gripping. Yeah. It was. Uh, it, it, it was had, so classic Toy yep, Story. Mm-hmm, it was exactly. so like. It was. I mean, I don't want to ruin it, but it was classic Woody. It was. You know. It was. It was, and it was a flashback. And it was cool. Yeah. Yeah, and, yeah. and a, a moment of peril. Yeah. And Woody coming, trying to come to the rescue, and and heartbreak, and you know goodbyes and things like that so it really starts on a good note the other thing i really loved about this movie is i thought the secondary characters the new introductive yeah. the new introductive characters the to this uh, franchise were perfect i i thought the the villain was really really good oh so good and with a little bit of horror yeah the tinge to it oh yeah like creepy dolls yeah. like it was it's really good if um, you have a fear of ventriloquist dummies you may not like this movie yeah, I, I thought that was a really the villain angle was a really good touch. You've got the henchmen, the return of old characters, but they made them new characters. And I'm with you. The the kind of the main new ones were the Key and Peel, Ducky and Bunny, which I found something interesting about that they were so most animated movies. Um, if you didn't know this, most cast members they don't voice track together. They mm-hmm. all do it solo, and they have to. That's why on animated movie editors are so important because you're editing people yelling over each other blah 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 but key and peel because they're so they're known for their work together they were they laid down all their lines together hmm. in the same the room. whole movie yeah they, they did it themselves in together in a room I didn't know and that. just so that's why i felt like their their natural key and peel uh relationship you could really tell because they actually did it together so i thought that was a cool touch and i thought that's really smart of the people who made this movie let the two comedians who've come up together and are famous because of that do it yeah. together and then you ready for my hot take yes maybe the hottest take i've ever had on the movies all right ready for it 
This was Keanu Reeves' best role of his career. <laughs> okay. I disagree, but he was amazing. So good. So funny. So perfectly so good. Per- oh, he did it perfectly. And right down to the backstory of his character and how he went through that. It, it's it's This movie is worth seeing uh, because it's obviously worth seeing, but especially for the new characters yeah, you got that you'll fall in love with. Tony Hale plays Forky. Which I was... You were laughing your head off I was at laughing at Forky. You loved Forky. Love Forky. I loved trash, Giggle, trash, trash. Giggle McDimples. Uh-huh. Uh, where Allie Mackie, uh, Mackie played Giggle McDimples, which is a really funny character. You had Ducky and Bunny, and of course, um, Duke Kaboom. And then, you know, they brought back all the old... From the first three movies. They could have easily just forgotten some characters, but they, they brought back mostly everybody. Now, yeah. some people have, of course, uh, passed away. Yeah. Uh, and they handled this really, really wonderfully for those uh, for those uh, character actors like uh, Don Rickles and Estelle Harris, the Potato Heads. Mm-hmm. They're in this movie. Their voices yeah, are in this they movie. They brought back archived sound. John Ratzenberger, who's had some health problems, is in this movie as uh, uh, Ham, the the the, the mm-hmm. piggy bank. I, everyone's here, uh, and but they handled it really well. I would have liked to have had more Tim Allen. In this movie, I would he ag- still plays a major role. I would agree, and he's in the whole. He's he has a lot in the movie, um, and I feel like Buzz kind of reverts back to being not as informed as he should be three movies later. But but actually, it worked. I loved how they did it in this movie, where they he I see it's I don't. No, there's something about the toy Buzz Lightyear that he discovers now right that he didn't discover three movies ago right and uh, i actually i actually thought it was really funny how he did it and they intertwined um his role into the movie i thought yeah so uh bottom line it's bottom line go it's about Take as, your family it's about as perfect as they could have made yeah. it and I, I was laughing my head off i i worried a little bit at like the g rating that maybe it would be you know too uh, vanilla yeah adults maybe wouldn't laugh as much but it was it was just really funny yep Tons of one-liners, tons of fun, uh, lots of emotional attachment to it. Again, it is—it's probably my—it's probably my favorite movie franchise, even more so than Star Wars. Yeah, it's it's, it's good. I'm glad how they ended it. I thought it was a clever way to do it, and I, this is the end of the Toy Story franchise. It is. It has to be. And yeah. so I thought because they all burn in a fire. So oh no, that was three. That was three where they and almost they go to hell. Okay. And yeah, uh, but. Uh, this one, I, I thought it was a great way to end, and uh, I, I'm i a fan. I was a fan. Now, it's four, so it's an even number. I kind of want a handful. I kind of want five. I do. I kind of want a full handful of these, but there's not going to be. This is it. It's over. Anyway, it is a must-go, and I would say it is a must-go IMAX. Oh, yeah. I was actually... Go all out on I this. I didn't know we were seeing it at IMAX until I got there yeah. and then I was like whoa this is going to be fun I've never seen an animated movie in IMAX before and I uh, really enjoyed it it was cool yeah if, you, if you're not if you're the type that doesn't splurge and go for IMAX and all that this is the time you want to do it yep. so it's a go it's a must go it's a go several several times Toy Story 4 again the poll question this week we'll get to your responses in the second segment at Austin Horton at AP Lizer your favorite blank from is let's see blank What? how did we phrase this your favorite blank, blank about from Toy, Toy Story, Story or yeah. from Toy Story, whatever. Yeah, your favorite blank from Toy Story. Uh, character, song, line, uh, number of movie, etc., etc. All right, there's Toy Story 4, but we do have two other offerings for you at Megaplex this week. Hello, and welcome to Movie Zone Phone. For the Larry 
H. Miller Megaplex Theaters. For popular movies and showtimes, please press 1. For Rocket Man, please press 1. For The Secret Life of Pets, please press 2. For Child's Play, please press 3. You've selected Child's Play, starring Mark Hamill, Aubrey Plaza, and Brian Tyree Henry. For plot description, please say, tell me more. Tell me more. After moving to a new city, young Andy Barkley received a special present from his mother, a seemingly innocent buddy doll that becomes his best friend. When the doll suddenly takes on a life of its own, Andy unites with other neighborhood children to stop the sinister toy from wreaking bloody havoc. Child's Play is rated R and is a fresh take on the 1988 original. For tickets and showtimes, please visit megaplextheaters.com. This is going to come as a shock to you, Adrian, but I have never seen the original Child's Play. That does not shock I've never seen a Chucky movie. I never will see a Chucky movie. But if I were to see a Chucky movie, uh-huh. everything I'm seeing and being told about this is this is the one to see Mark Hamill knocks it completely out of the park. Yeah, I'm excited for it because of the Mark Hamill. So tell me why people love this of the genre of the horror genre why people love chucky so much i think just naturally we kind of talked about it in the talk about toy story i think people have a natural um th- like creepy doll thing like they just kind of find creepy looking dolls really scary and then you imagine putting a knife in the hands of a living child's toy and that just goes on a murderous rampage and that just scares people and i think that's why I mean, in Toy Story 4, there's this moment where an adult sees a creepy toy and freaks. <laughs> that's right. Because it just kind of makes your skin crawl a little bit. That's why the Annabelle franchise, it could just like this, you get like the creepy music playing in the background and a living doll that's going to murder you. That's a little scary. So I think that's why people kind of, it's the same reason people go to horror movies anyway. It's because they, they like want to be scared. scared. They want to, the, they want to feel the, the goosebumps. And so I think this kind of fits in that. It doesn't make any sense to me why people want to be scared, but uh, to each their own, I suppose. And the reviews are pretty good on uh, child's play so far. And uh, I like Aubrey Plaza for you. Uh, Parson rec fans court, Mark Hamill. We talked about plays the voice of Chucky in this. So, uh, you know, for a horror fan, I would say go. It's nearly a 7 out of 10 on yeah. IMDb and 60 Most horror movies don't get really great reviews because they're kind of what they are. They're spooky, you know, they're not made to win Oscars. If no. they are, then they're perfect Jordan Peele Oscar movies. Right, exactly. You know yeah. I mean? All right, so there you go, Child's Play. Uh, it's a not go for me because I don't like horror movies. Right. But, Adrian, you're giving it a go? Yeah. I, that's probably like a $5 Tuesday for me. And that would be my suggestion for anyone that likes, is interested in seeing this movie. This would be my $5 Tuesday nod. If you're looking for something week. different, like, uh, I you don't want to fight the crowds for Toy Story, maybe go to this. See, you know, you'll get to Toy Story eventually. You don't want to go when it's crazy busy. Go to this. Come back to the next week. I understand what you're saying. Yeah. I would highly advise against waiting to see Toy Story. Because there's things you're not going to want to know before going in this sure. the, the more people see toy story the more likely it is you're going to have things spoiled for you probably go see you're toy story right. now yeah you're probably right but fight this, the crowds if wait not, in line if you're not a toy story fan you'll be able to get to child's play yeah, for sure yeah, absolutely <laughs> might be you and seven other people it might be all right so there you go child's play uh, go for adrian on a five dollar tuesday and i'll hop on board with that as well although i won't be going all right one more movie opening this week at megaplex theaters Phone. For the Larry 
H. Miller Megaplex Theaters. For popular movies and showtimes, please press 1. For Rocket Man, please press 1. For The Secret Life of Pets, please press 2. For Child's Play, please press 3. For Booksmart, please press 1. For Shaft, please press 2. For Anna, please press 3. You've selected Anna. Starring Sasha Luss, Killian Murphy, Luke Evans, and Helen Mirren. For plot description, please say, tell me more. Tell me more! Beneath a woman's striking beauty lies a secret that will unleash her indelible strength and skill to become one of the most feared assassins on the planet. Anna is rated R. For tickets at showtimes, please visit megaplextheaters.com. Anna, R-rated mystery crime femme natale. Femme fatale. Femme fatale. Natal. I don't know. La Femme Nikita. Yeah. No, that's not what I mixed the two of them together there. Uh, I don't know anything about this movie, really, except what the uh, critics are saying. And they're not all in love with it, but Larry Tassoni, film bar of Megaplex, had some good things to say about it. He said it reminded him of Atomic Blonde with uh, Charlize Theron, which we both really liked, Adrian. Mm-hmm. Atomic Blonde. But without all the 80s music accompanying the fight action sequences, which... I'm not sure if I would have really all that enjoyed Atomic Blonde if it hadn't been for right. the cool mashup of 80s love songs beating people's heads S- in set with to cinder blocks. Set to Berlin Rock. <laughs> yeah, exactly. You know. Or a female version of John Wick, he says. Uh, and uh, he says there is a, uh, a favorite scene in a restaurant, and that's all he'll say about it. You need to see the movie, if not just for that one scene. So we'll listen to Larry. Give this a give this a, a consideration, but this might be a matinee Monday at the best. Yeah, it's um, I mean it appears to just fit into that, you know, beautiful assassin, that kind of genre that we've seen a few of us. Red Sparrow with Jennifer Lawrence, Ugh, which was terrible, but awful. kind of the same genre. You know what I'm talking about? Yeah. So Sasha Luss, who plays Anna, she's brand new, kind of the acting world. She's been in music videos. She's a model turned actress. So, and Larry said she did the part really well. So, um, you know, maybe this is her foray into the spotlight. Uh, there's Helen Mirren is in this as well. Who she's a great actress. One of my favorites. Yeah. Luke Evans, who I really love. Luke Evans, uh, yeah. of course, um, Gaston from Beauty and the Beast. But he's been. I actually watched him in a movie, a Netflix movie, just last week. That's uh, the new Adam Sandler Jennifer Aniston movie called Murder Mystery. Uh, not to change subjects here, but it was okay. If you're looking for a dumb movie to turn on with. There's a few laughs in it, and I uh, turned that on, a Netflix movie, Jennifer Aniston. What's it called? It's called Murder Mystery. It's basically um, it's basically Murder on the Orient Express, but with Adam with Sandler, Adam Sandler Jennifer and Jennifer Aniston. And, you know, it was, there were some funny parts, so I don't know, maybe check it out. I would give it like a six or a seven. I saw something in the news about that movie recently where they claimed to have had like 300 million downloads or something weird. I can't remember. What yeah, it, it might. I mean, I, I know it was doing really well on Netflix, so... Um, Anyway, Luke Evans. Is 30 million people. Sorry, not 300. That's pretty good for an Adam Sandler and Netflix. They said 30 million in so, opening weekend alone. Yeah. So maybe just not to change the subject, but that has Luke Evans in it. That's why I got on that track. But Obscure movie suggestion of the week. There you go. Watch that. So, you know, Anna. It's got, oh, Killian Murphy as well, who I love. He was rumored to be the next James Bond. Doesn't sound like it's going to be him, but of course, if you watched if you watched the Peaky Blinders on Netflix, you know all about him. Why so. wouldn't it be him? If it's not him or Idris Elba, who's it going to be? Idris Elba's too old now. Stop it. He's older. He's older than um, 
the guy doing it now. So put some dye in his gray hairs. I actually the latest rumor I've heard is Richard Madden, and I would love if it was he Richard Madden yeah. from uh, Game of Thrones and also Bodyguard on Netflix. So, um, but anyway, Anna. Uh, Looks like I might enjoy it, might not. Might be another $5 Tuesday. Might be a wait and see. Yeah. It's not. I'm not rushing out to see right. it. Yeah. So do I'd you. see Toy Story again before I saw Anna. For sure. Yeah. I might see Toy Story every week until right. it's out of the theater. So that's how much I loved it. Toy Story 4, it's here. It's ready to go. Go see it. And by the way, Toy Story. Okay. I compare it to we saw Secret Life of Pets too right okay full of kids in that theater yeah toy story 4 full of kids in that theater toy story 4 it was quiet and kids were really paying attention Riveted. really really into it secret life of pets it was like i said a sacrament meeting <laughs> yeah. just screaming talking it was background noise they occasionally they looked up at. yeah to see the bunny do a karate chop <laughs> so uh I, if that means anything to you as a parent Maybe that would add to the go factor. It's it's why they're so good at it at Pixar. Yeah. Because almost to a movie, that's how they, they're all, all like that. Yeah. No matter what age you are, you're captured by it. Right. And it's no different with Toy Story 4. All right. Coming up next, segment two, we'll get your uh, reactions to our poll question this week. What is your favorite blank in Toy Story? You fill in the blank there. At Austin Horton, at AP Lizer. Also still to come in the show, uh, Hollywood rumors and news, and why don't we bring back obscure movie suggestion? Let's do of it. The week, and I've got a good Hollywood rumors and news inv- involving Anthony Anderson and Chadwick Boseman, and how Black Panther almost never was. Don't you dare Google it. Adrian will tell you about it. Did later. I bury the cheese way too early in the show, Austin? <laughs> no googling, no cheating. Okay. We'll tell you about it next. Well, later. Later. But next, your re- your reactions here on the Movie Zone. And now, back to the movies with the Movie Zone on 97.5, 1280, The Zone, and The Zone Sports Network. Soundtrack of the week, no-brainer. Easiest choice we've ever had to make. Uh, I really, I have a, such a soft spot in my heart for the Toy Story soundtracks. How, how old was Brandy Newman when he uh, first uh, did Toy Story in 1996 or 97? Well, let's see. How old is he now? Well, he was how he was like nominated for best original music or song like thirty times. He's seventy five now. Okay, so he was sixty two or fifty two. He was in his fifties. Wow. Yeah. yeah. Uh, now he was nominated for best original song a lot, a lot, a lot, a lot, a lot, all the time, and then he didn't win it for Toy Story either, which I think is the worst. I don't know who won it in 1996 for best original music, but if it's not Toy Story, they got it wrong, and it wasn't Toy Story. So, I, Randy Newman, probably the best underrated or underappreciated musician with the worst voice in the world, especially when it comes to movies. I love his voice, though. That's the thing. Right. Like. It's it's And people try to... Someone recently tried to tell me, well, why do you like Randy Newman but not Bob Dylan? Randy Newman still hits the notes. He does. He's just got a rough, gruff, uh, grandpa karaoke voice that mm-hmm. works. Bob Dylan doesn't hit any of the notes. 
He sings his own song while another song plays. So I, I, I'm with you. I love Randy Newman a lot. Uh, best original song first came to him in 2002. Oh, see. What's that? Best original song went to Pocahontas. So another Disney <laughs> went to... The co- worst Disney soundtrack of all time. Colors of the Wind. <laughs> and Pocahontas won best original musical score as Terrible. well. Terrible. Better than Randy Newman's Toy Story scores? You've got a friend of me. I will go sailing no more. So on and so forth. That's well. That's what won that year, Austin. Terrible. Awful. Toy Story was nominated in both categories and lost to Pocahontas in both categories. Now he can't win it. Best picture of that year: Braveheart against yeah. Apollo thirteen, Babe, and Sense and Sensibility. That's not a bad uh, run for movies. And um, Postino or The Postman, but now he can't win it again this year for. He does do redo You've Got a Friend of Me in this movie, but it's not original. It has to be best original. So sadly, he there can't are some original songs in this movie, though. So. But I don't think that. I think there's probably something. There was one that I was like, maybe. This is pretty good. There was one that I was like, it's pretty maybe, good. Maybe, except I saw another movie earlier this week that we'll talk about next week that's going to win. Oh, wow. It's going to But win. those aren't original. No, there's there an was original. One? Okay, we'll talk about that. It's going to week. just destroy everything. It's going to set all the records. Or this could be one of those Oscars things where they give one to Randy just to say, hey, here you go. He deserves a lifetime achievement yeah, award yeah. for sure. All right. Anyway, at Austin Horton, at AP Lizer, soundtrack of the week there, uh, Randy Newman's Toy Story stuff. We'll play it throughout the show. But what is your favorite blank in Toy Story? On Twitter, at Austin Horton, at AP Lizer. So we both agree that number two is our favorite. You, you like number two yeah, the best? Number two is my favorite as well. Now, you, what's your second favorite? Probably number one for okay. memory's sake, and then four, three. But so I, we're the exact same. But I feel like ranking them does a disservice to the four and three, right? Because I think they're all it amazing. It looks like they're bad or right. something. I yeah. really think they're all amazing. And so th- this is like this is like ranking, would you want five twenties or a hundred dollar bill like <laughs> oh my gosh it's funny you say that because my dad and i used to argue all the time about my allowance uh-huh. we, in our in our house we got whatever age you were that was your allowance so when i was 13 i had 13 dollars good for you yeah that's a pretty good deal and i wanted 13 i need that allowance now it'll help a lot <laughs> i wanted 13 one dollar bills and he wanted to give me a 10 and one threes or three ones right uh-huh. one threes because it's easier for him to right. just do but i wanted more bills in my wallet because i'd feel richer so you would take the 520s yes and he would he would now, the, last the same I- amount it's the same value and i'd be like, same value different amount because there's five there's, there's animation or animation <laughs> exactly so it's not just you that has to deal with my insanity like, my family's had to deal with it my whole life probably i haven't held a hundred dollar bill in probably 10 years so i would probably go with that just, just one just bill? To, just to have it in my hand. With the cool little blue line. Frankly, I haven't held $100 in my hand <laughs> in about 29 years. So just to have a nice blue Ben Franklin in my hands. But anyway, uh, uh, but ranking them is hard to say because they're all so fantastic. Right. Uh, Megan comes in with her favorite line is actually from this, I think was the first time Pixar did this little thing after Toy Story 2 during the credits they had like outtakes Mm -hmm. that they had made part of the movie and it's Mrs. Potato Head putting things into Mr. Potato Head's cargo area I'm packing you an extra pair of shoes and your angry eyes just in case and a key 
Not sure what it and goes to, but you eyes. never know. <laughs> and a yo-yo. Uh, so that's a good one from Megan. I like that. Um, I like, uh, let's see. Here's one from Dave Horman. says, The Claw. That's from number two. The Claw. When they get stuck in there with the little aliens. It moves. Yeah. Love that. I love that one. The little aliens are wonderful uh, side characters, for sure. Uh, here's one. You are a sad, strange little man. And you have my pity. And you have my pity. Farewell. <laughs> That's the second most quoted line that I use from this movie, from these movies. I quote, I use that, actually almost, it might be the most quoted, because I use it almost daily, whether it's on air or off air during the big show. Well, so Gordon will share something, and I will mutter to myself, you are a sad, strange little man, <laughs> and you have my pity. Uh, anyway, I don't mean that disparagingly. I just... He's a unique person. He's not person. geriatric. Uh, no, it kind of is geriatric. But ah, the other line I use all the time, this comes from Jay Shep, who says, uh, she does the, when Potato Head in the first one is rearranging his face, he says, hey, look, I'm a Picasso. And Ham doesn't get it. And he says, you uncultured swine. But then he turns and says, what are you looking at, you hockey puck? <laughs> I use that line yeah. all the time. It makes no sense, but I use it all the Here's time. Here's one that says, how come you don't have a laser, Woody? <laughs> when Buzz Lightyear shows up in the first one. It's not a laser. It's a little light that blinks. My uh, One of my favorites is when they're uh, when they're on the rocket, when they have the rocket strapped to their back trying to catch the moving truck. And he's like, Buzz, we're flying. He's like, we're not flying, we're falling with style. That's a wonderful line. Uh, Roger Crook writes in this line from Woody, listen, light snack, instead of light. It's in the first one, they play with that light year thing a lot. Light snack, light beer, uh, light uh, good, something like that. They, they play with it all the time in that. Uh, Run Forest Run says, Buzz, I've set my laser from stun to kill. Oh, great. If anyone attacks us, we'll, we'll just blink him to death, yes. says Woody. Or... When Al complains about going to work across the street saying, I can't believe I have to drive all the way to work on a Saturday. All the way to work. And it's just across the street from his apartment complex. Very oh, fun. yeah. I love that one. You know what I love about that movie, too, Austin, is they, the toy um, repair guy who fixes the toys is the same character from the original short film with him playing chess against himself. Remember, that was before Toy Story 1, I believe. Yeah, it was called Jerry's Game. Yeah, where he was playing against himself, mm-hmm. and they brought back that short... It was before A Bug's Life. Oh, is that what yeah. it was? Mm-hmm. So they bring that back for Toy Story 2. That's why Pixar is so great. Um, the fact that they have the Pizza Planet truck <laughs> from Toy Story in every single movie of theirs, I always find that really cool. So Yep. Uh, the The ball with the star on it, is in the closet of the girl on Monsters, Inc. Yeah. They all, Pixar is supposedly all in the same universe. Well, it's what crazy. they do is they, they have somewhere a hint for a character in the next movie. Oh. Uh, They're just so smart about all that. But the Pizza Planet truck is always out in front, and that's a Toy Story original. All right. Thanks for participating. Love it. There's so many lines and characters and jokes and songs. It's hard to pick one favorite in Toy Story. Uh, but I I've, I really like the fringe characters like Ham, like Mr. Potato Head, like Rex, like Slinky Dog. But maybe my favorite of all the Toy Story characters, and they don't use them as much in 3 and 4, but the Little Army Men. Oh, yeah. They were so perfect. And in they the kind of had one. a little throwback in this one, this new one with Combat Carl. Yep. He's just a very... And that part was so funny. Oh, so good. There's three... They're played by Carl Weathers. 
And uh, oh, we didn't even mention that. Yeah, yeah. and uh, I obviously I can't say what they he even kind of looks like Carl Weathers. But there's like they're in the movie for like two minutes, and they do two things that I just die laughing. And uh, so make sure you check out those characters for sure. All right, so there you go. Toy Story Four in Megaplex theaters now. Please go see it now. Don't wait. See it before everyone else has already seen it. No, Buzz. I am your father. No. <laughs> Oh, you're a great dad. Woohoo! And then they go play catch or whatever. All right, there you go. Toy Story 4. All right, coming up next, we'll wrap up this week's edition of the Movie Zone. Adrian, you'll pay off your Hollywood rumors and news tease. Yes. That we uh, kind of gave away, so we'll just leave it at that. Adrian's got to tease. I Google it. I'm not going to tease it again. No. <laughs> you only get to cheat once during the show. And also, we'll bring back an oldie but a goodie, obscure movie suggestions of the week. By the way, Hans and Scotty keep asking if they can have five minutes each week to talk about an obscure movie. We might have to workshop that. They just need to come in then. Yeah, I mean, we're here. Where are you? Right. We're here. Every Thursday, Saturday, and Sunday, where are you? Oh, you want to pre-record it, do you? Oh, I see how that goes. Yeah. We would never. (laughs) That is not our style. Do that here on the Movie Zone. All right. (laughs) We'll wrap things up this week next here on the Movie Zone. I was on top of the world living high. right in my pocket. Living the life, things were just the way they should be. You're locked on to the movie zone with Austin Horton and Adrian Leiser on 97.5, 1280 The Zone and the Zone Sports Network. Welcome back. Final segment of the movie zone this week. Soundtrack of the week from the original Toy Story via Randy Newman, who does redo a couple songs in the new Toy Story 4 in Megaplex Theaters now. And he's got a, there's a new original one in there too that's really nicely done. So get into the Megaplex, see Toy Story 4 immediately. Adrian Lizer, Austin Horton here with you. Wrapping things up this week with some movie news and rumors and an obscure movie suggestion of the week. But Adrian, you've been teasing it all show long. What's happening? What well, is this that it never, it never, almost didn't, almost never happened? Well, Black Panther, of course, one of the best of the month. Did mar- I not say that? I left the name out, didn't I? Let me start over. Why did Black Panther almost never happen? Well, Black Panther, as you know, one of the best Marvel uh, (laughs) movies out there. And shortly before filming, there was a celebrity basketball game. And uh, this is on Deus and Miro, the Showtime show. Sure. Um, uh, Anthony Anderson, of course, of Blackish and many other movies and films, but that's what he's in right now. Um, He was... He was fighting for a rebound, and he realized he had good position, and so he body-checked the nearest body out of midair only to, and heard the guy go flailing and landed flat on his back and hurt himself, and there was none other when he looked around. It was Chadwick Boseman. Oh, boy. Which And it was like a week before filming was set to begin wow. for Black Panther. Luckily, Chadwick was okay, but he said um, everyone turned on him. As Anthony <laughs> Anderson said, everyone was very upset with him for getting physical out there in a celebrity basketball game. <laughs> That's pretty funny. That would have been a disaster. Would they have had Anthony Anderson play? No, I'm just kidding. He said, uh, I had position, quote, I had position, then I stuck my bleep out, like <laughs> Hall of Famer Charles Barkley, and them would do, like they would do back in the day, and the bleep fell flat on his back, and it was bleeping Chadwick Boseman. <laughs> that's funny. Whoopsie. Whoopsie. Yes, that's a whoopsie. Uh, okay, I've got a piece of Star Wars news, you know what that means. Hit it! <laughs> Man, we haven't heard that in a while. Best sounder we have? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Better than who's acting in love? Oh, way better. Really? Yeah. 
All right. That's like that's like that's thirty years of Star Wars nostalgia in in three seconds. One point eight seconds. <laughs> I can't do it as well. <laughs> that was not bad. Uh, all right. There you go. The Star Wars sounder means it's time for some Star Wars news. Mark Hamill strongly hinted this week that Luke Skywalker is a force ghost in Star Wars 9. Now, this is not necessarily shocking news. I think we all could have placed a well-faithed uh, guess or wager that Luke would make an appearance as a Force ghost in Star Wars 9. That's They started the franchise with Obi-Wan Kenobi doing just that. Yes. So, But I think that this is news that he's at least... So here's what, here's what he said. Quote, I sure hope so. I had closure in the last one. The fact that I'm involved in any capacity is only because of that peculiar aspect of Star Wars mythology where if you're a Jedi, you get to come back. Make a curtain call as a Force ghost. Close quote. That'd be cool. My guess is they recorded his Force Ghost things or captured it long ago for this next movie because Mark Hamill was very clear about wanting to be done forever with doing Star Wars. Yeah. So. Um, I've got one more Marvel story, Austin, okay. in the rumor mill. This is all rumors. Now, this is kind of a weird show because we've got full circle with actors a lot, it seems like. Okay. Mark Hamill in Child's Play. Yes. As the voice of Chucky. We talked about that. Now, I mentioned Richard Madden earlier in the show and uh him angelina jolie and kumal nanjiani are going to be in marvel's new movie called the eternals which is in uh, 2020 i've met i bring this up because also in toy story 4 is keanu reeves and recently this week um kevin fage of uh who's kind of in charge of all this marvel stuff he says uh we talked to him all talk to Keanu almost every film we make. I don't know when or if he'll even join the Marvel Cinematic Universe, but we very much want to figure out the right way to do it. Wow. So they they are begging every movie, Keanu Reeves, to join the MCU. And Why won't he? And it sounds like the rumors are that he may be a part of this Eternals movie, which I'm very excited for. All right, time for obscure movie suggestions of the week. You ready? Yes, we're bring, we got to bring this back. So, we haven't done it in a while. The way I like to do obscure movie suggestions is I think of uh, something that relates to something that week that then spins off into another movie, spins off into a third movie, and then maybe a fourth or fifth movie down the line. We were talking about sto- Toy Story this week, and for some reason it made me think of the old movie Small Soldiers, <laughs> which is just an awful movie. Uh, it's, yeah, it's not great. But it's about toys that come to life right. and help battle and whatever. Yeah. So, And in that movie is Phil Hartman. Oh my gosh, you an inception one, on this. One of the greatest comedic actors of, of all time. Like, yeah. Uh, he was in a movie called no, Sergeant Bilko. You're not... Oh, with, do not bring Sergeant... With, I love Sergeant with, Bilko uh, with Steve Martin. Steve Martin. And um, ah, the other guy from um, from Ghostbusters. I'm, uh, I'm not good at names. Dan Aykroyd. <laughs> okay, okay, that's an easy one. Yeah. yeah. Uh, but... Then that made me think no, not of again. another military comedy, which also has a tie-in to Toy Story called Down Periscope, starring Kelsey, Kelsey Grammer. Stinky Pete. Yes. Down Periscope, one of Jake Scott's favorite movies, by if, the way. If you go one more Inception. Nope, this is it. Okay. That's the obscure movie suggestion is Down Periscope. Wow. Now, this is a prime example of Rotten Tomatoes not being an accurate depiction of, of, of how good a movie is. Down Periscope is a hilarious laugh from the first minute to the last word movie. It's got 12% fresh on Rotten Tomatoes. 
So, Rotten Tomatoes hates similar. it. I promise you'll laugh down Periscope. Mine is similar. I didn't go nearly as um, down the rabbit hole as you did. Okay. Um, I just went Tim Allen, Toy Story 4, Buzz Lightyear. Well, let me guess. Jungle to Jungle. <laughs> How did you know? Oh, my gosh. I love that's an amazing movie. Jungle to Jungle from 1997. It only has a five on IMDb. What? But I love Jungle to Jungle where he goes and brings his son uh, who's been living with his mother as she's an anthropologist. Uh, in South America, I believe. No, anyway. Africa. Or Africa. Brings yeah. brings him back. Oh, maybe it's South America. He, he's trying to learn the ways of the big city. And uh, Tim Allen is his father. Martin Short. And uh, yeah, good movie. I love that movie. It's a great movie. Good job by you, Adrian. Thank you. Thank you. All right. That's going to do it for this week here on the Movie Zone. Toy Story 4. It's yours. Go see it at Megaplex Theaters. For Adrian Lizer, well done, sir. Thank you. And uh, I'm Austin Horton. We'll see you next week here on the Movie Zone. And until then... To infinity and beyond.